0: Hey, everyone. It's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time podcast. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. We had a nice weekend.
0: We did. Lily's 15th birthday celebration, the Grammys.
1: Yeah. What else? So much going on. Yeah. Uh, What else? Um, It seems the coronavirus is causing some trouble this weekend. It is. Um, Over the weekend, the news broke that both Hong Kong Disneyland and Shanghai Disneyland are closed. For an indefinite amount of time until the uh, coronavirus threat passes.
0: That's right. If anyone, if any of our listeners, all uh, 120 of you, are headed to Shanghai or Hong Kong uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks, you might want to check the respective websites. They do have refund information up. Uh, they are closed, or they are closed for an indefinite period of time. However, their resorts are still open. So, uh, if you want to go get a little taste of Disney without going into the parks.
1: Yeah, I think that's just because like the people who were already there, this wasn't like a planned thing. They didn't like really announce that it was going to be closing. Um, I think even like the Hong Kong one, it was like day of. There was like a Twitter announcement. There, there wasn't, so there was really not much in the way of advance notice. So I'm sure there's plenty of people that flew there for this trip. They're staying at the hotels associated with the parks, and now the parks are closed. They still need a place to stay.
0: Right, because we had recorded Thursday night for our Friday show that Shanghai was going to remain open. But then all of a sudden, Shanghai closed, and then Hong Kong started doing. Uh, the park was open, but they were doing no character meet and greets. Um, and if you see pictures from any of the parks, everybody is in face masks. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: What? What's? The, I haven't really heard that much about the virus. What's the story with the virus exactly? Do you um,
0: a couple thousand people affected, like fifty-one deaths as of right now.
1: Is it like a cold type of thing, like it's, the bird flu was? Y-
0: yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a virus. It's human, but it's just human more contact. more
1: deadly. Than yeah. a typical
0: exactly. I mean, cold if you're healthy, it's not really going to harm you. It's mm, like maybe. the bad flu. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, that's stinky for anyone traveling over there.
0: It is, and I have my face mask on order, so I'm going to be okay. Okay, good.
1: Um, Disney introduced a uh, the golf. Well, it's not new, but for 2020, it's a new version of the golf players club membership.
0: That's right. So uh, for seven years, they've had a golf. Uh, Players Club membership that I never knew about, Uh, and this year they are expanding it with multiple levels. So if you are a golfer and you're in the Florida area or you go down to Disney often enough to take advantage of this, they have opened up uh, three levels of membership. The silver membership is $29 a month or prepaid $319 a year. It gives you the ability to book reservations up to four days in advance, access to practice facilities, one large basket of range balls per day, Complimentary instructional clinics and discounts on food, drink, merchandise, and additional range balls. If you get the gold membership, it's $39 a month or $429 prepaid. It includes everything uh, in the silver program, as well as the ability to walk up within 15 to 45 minutes of open tea times, bonus morning access times at special rates, one additional large basket of range balls per day, two complimentary complimentary clinic guest passes per month, and a $5 discount on all club events. If you want to get the platinum membership, which is $69 a month or $759 a year, in addition to the gold benefits, you also get unlimited buckets of balls, two additional complimentary clinic guest passes per month, three guest rounds per month at your rate, and complimentary play at Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course after 12 p.m. daily for more information you can go to www.golfwdw.com/players-club
1: okay i mean golf is a big thing at disney which uh, some people probably don't realize but um, you know if you're a big golfer and you're going down there with your family there's I, we know plenty of people who you know the husband is usually the golfer and uh, he'll you know get up early do the golfing and meet the family like halfway through the day Um, you know, after he gets in his golf. And if you have, if if you're that type of a family where the husband is really more into a golf vacation, um, but the the rest of the family, you know, just wants to do Disney, it's a really good compromise. It's a good way to convince dad that it's a good place to go.
0: Yes, it is. And speaking of dads, the new Pixar film Onward Mm -hmm. is about two brothers uh, who are, I don't know, what do you think they are, like trolls?
1: Yeah, I think they're supposed to be, yeah.
0: Or elves or something. Troll elves. Troll elves? I don't okay. Know. <laughs> Trelves, we'll call them. Sure, yeah. The twelves. And uh, they are searching uh, to get their father back. And beginning February 7th, you're going to be able to get a sneak peek of that in some of the Disney properties.
1: Yeah, it looks like that's going to be uh, previewing at the Tomorrowland Theater in Disneyland. At Walt Disney Presents at Hollywood Studios and on the Disney Cruise Line, um, I think playing between their other uh, featured movies.
0: Excellent. And according to the um, storyline, yes, they are elves.
1: Okay. Very good. Um, I
0: apologize to the troll community.
1: (laughs) Uh, In other movie news, the character posters from Mulan have debuted. That film is coming out on March 27th. It's live action. And these are posters that feature uh, close-ups of each of the main characters.
0: Yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, they'll be posted on our Facebook page okay. if you want to check them out.
1: Um, Haleo at Disney Springs is going to host a truffle and wine tasting. Tell me more about it.
0: Well, on Wednesday, February 12th, it is a one-time only uh, truffle and wine dinner. Uh, <laughs> it's at 6.30 p.m. It's an interactive class on truffles followed by a multi-course dinner with Spanish truffles served uh, shaved tableside, side uh, along with Spanish wine pairings. Uh the best part of this story is um each winter, Nacho Ramirez and his specially trained truffle hunting dog Pepe, uh search the Spanish countryside in pursuit of the best black truffles.
1: What the heck? I thought it was supposed to be pigs that were looking for truffles. I know,
0: right? But I just I wanna meet I wanna meet Pepe, the the, the truffle searching dog.
1: I wanna meet this guy named Nacho Cheese. N-
0: no, Nacho Ramirez. Oh. <laughs> Do you think they call him cheese? I don't know. Uh so um Yeah, so this is a special one-time only event for this year. The truffles, I guess, are special in season. You know, they're six months old. There's Mm -hmm. only a certain time that they're good for. Uh, They're being flown over uh, from Spain. And this event is at the uh, cost of $299 per person, which does include tax and gratuity.
1: I mean, that's expensive, but I guess truffles are expensive, right? Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. Um, and then back to movie news, because we just jump all over the place. Uh, Walt Disney Studios announced a Bambi live action.
0: Yeah. Crazy. As they've been doing with everything, they're putting in a live action version of stuff. Um, Bambi came out in 1942. So maybe if they release this in ni- uh, sorry 2022, it will be the 80th anniversary of Bambi's release. Maybe they kind of tie that in. Maybe. Um, but they've hired two writers – uh, to do the screenplay, they have not committed to production or release date yet, so this may go nowhere.
1: Yeah, or uh, it may go like straight to Disney Plus or something. Who knows? Right,
0: but it did make uh, it did make news because the remakes have done pretty well, uh, going all the way back to 2010's Alice in Wonderland, um, and uh, we'll see we'll see where this goes. I think you know I think how Mulan goes uh, is going to determine how a lot of the live action remakes go.
1: Cool. Um, there has been an issue with the fantasy. Um, I know that we we spoke a little bit about the fantasy not being able to um, to port in some of their stops, um, and they had missed two of the four stops. So they had missed Jamaica and Grand Cayman, and had only been oh no, they had missed Jamaica. Who did they? yeah, Jamaica and Grand Cayman. They had only been able to port in Cozumel, and then they were able to actually port in Castaway Key. Um, The cruise following that is now an Eastern Caribbean cruise, and I guess there's some issues with what something about their travel speed?
0: Yeah, they can't go at uh, top speed, uh, and they're traveling at a reduced speed due to operating safety. Uh, They are expected that they will be back to full speed by Tuesday, uh, but because they are traveling a little, little slower, they cannot make their planned port of call of Tortola. Uh, So they will be going to San Juan, Puerto Rico instead as a replacement port on that day. Um, Disney is, uh, you know, canceling and removing from uh, the guests' uh, portfolios any prepaid excursions uh, or events that were going to happen. Um, And uh, in a gesture of goodwill, Disney is giving all the guests on the cruise a $150 stateroom credit. Very nice. So I wonder if – oh, I'm sorry. Each stateroom is getting a $150 stateroom currently. Right. Not right. Each that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, you know, this wasn't Eastern Caribbean, the uh, itinerary. They only have two stops. It was two days – actually, three days at sea, uh, in, which includes the day they left Port Canaveral, a stop in Tortola, a stop in St. Thomas the next day, a day at sea, Castaway Cay and back to Port Canaveral. Okay. So uh, – Puerto is pretty far out there. If it takes two and a half days to right, get yeah. there, so at the reduced speed in the, in the manner, they you just know, do it. In, the, in the name of safety, they're they're not going to get there. Yeah,
1: I think um, the issue that some people are having. So the people that are having the issue are the people who were on this Western Caribbean that weren't able to port in a lot of the places they're wondering if some of the reason that they weren't able to properly get into the ports was because of whatever is causing this speed issue, you know, whether it would also um, affect being able to port. Um, I don't know if they're related, but it does seem like a coincidence. Yeah. But you know what?
0: Not being able to go at full speed. If you can't, if you can't drop anchor or make a port, you're not doing that at top speed.
1: Yeah, I know, but are some was it something that, uh, in the shared functionality? I don't know, and and you know maybe it's just that maybe it's not, maybe it has nothing to do with it, but it just sort of makes those people wonder. You know, they missed completely missed, not got replaced, but completely missed two of their um, ports, and they didn't get anything in compensation. And now these other this other group is able to change their port, you know, ahead of time, still be able to make the other one and get a credit. So I think there's some a little bit cranky people
0: no, from the... No port is guaranteed.
1: No, absolutely. But it's, you know, having that good gesture for one group that the other group doesn't get it for. I don't
0: know. Well, there's always sour grapes.
1: There are, yep. Um, and then looks like there's some artwork that has come out for the new 12-story Disneyland Hotel DVC Tower.
0: That's right. The Disney Vacation Club Tower is... Um- has had an artist rendering of what it's going to look like, which was uh, first posted in the Ocean County Register. Uh, The permits were filed in November, and this must still be approved by the city of Anaheim, but Disney has released, uh, you know, their plans anyway. Um, They're going to have a Mickey-shaped spa, an outdoor pool bar, um, and all the other amenities, such as retail, restaurants, meeting spaces, and check-in are going to be provided by the existing uh, Disneyland hotel facilities. Uh, The lobby is going to be two stories tall with an open floor plan. The tower itself is going to have 350 rooms, uh, 271 which are larger studios, 38 are going to be smaller two-person studios, 22-bedroom suites, 19-one-bedroom suites, and two grand villas, which are usually three-bedroom suites. Um, So that is expected to open in 2023, uh, and that is... um, you know, that, that date is uh, contingent upon being approved by the
1: city of Anaheim. All right. Um, the Disney Plus show, Kenobi, is on hold. Yeah. I didn't even, I had never even heard of it. This was supposed to be coming?
0: So there are, yeah. So Disney Plus has three Star Wars shows uh, on their agenda. We got The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Then there's supposed to be a show featuring Cassian Andor from Rogue One. He was one of the heroes who died uh, at the end of uh, Rogue One. Okay. But this is going to, of course, happen before his death. All right. Before the events of Rogue One. And then everyone was very excited because we were going to see Ewan McGregor make his return as Obi-Wan, also known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm -hmm. And um, this show is supposed to be set eight years after the Revenge of the Sith, which is Episode 3, after Luke has been placed on the planet Tatooine. Uh, You know, we know in Star Wars, Episode 4... That Luke meets Ben. He's known as, uh, you know, old Ben Kenobi. And um, we don't actually know if he was on planet the whole time that Luke was being brought up watching him from afar. Um, But they put the show on indefinite hold. And they noted that they need a new writer because the scripts were done for two episodes. But the storyline had Kenobi protecting a young Luke or possibly young Leia. And people felt that it resembled the relationship between the Mandalorian and the child. Uh, in the recent Mandalorian show. So they decided that the show needed to be redone. Okay. Uh, Along with that, they cut the number of episodes from six to four. Uh, Now, that's not big unless the episodes are like 37 minutes long, like the Mandalorian was. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people wanted – when they heard six episodes, everybody assumed that there were six one-hour episodes. Or thereabouts. So – Um, This has been confirmed by Ewan McGregor who is not only the star but one of the executive producers of the series and uh, he does not expect the show to be back into production until 2021. Oh, bummer. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, In Disneyland, guests can now use Apple Pay to purchase uh, MaxPass on the Disneyland app. So that just makes life a little bit easier. There's not much to that story, but, um, you nope, know,
0: just, just good you, information. Yep, yeah, when you're in the Disneyland app, you will get an app option to set up Apple Pay for your MaxPass. So.
1: Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Disney World, the construction walls around Test Track have gone up, and that is going to be closed through February 26th for refurbishment. So that is taking place. Um, also, at Splash Mountain, it, they are going through quite an extensive refurb. I think more extensive than we had realized. Um, even up to taking all of the um,
0: shingles, shingles off tiles. of the roof
1: and replacing them, there's, there's a lot going on. So, uh, lots of scaffolding. When you're actually there, it's hard to really see anything because uh, the bridge walkway where you go where you walk over there has a uh, scrim just up straight from there. So you really can't even see very well what's going on. Um, and then also in Disneyland, they have some refurbs going on too. Uh, the grizzly river run has been drained and that is going to be closed until February 14th for refurbishment.
0: I think it's pretty funny that you can see the grizzly uh, river run grizzly bear kind you of just like peeks out over, over the top, of the, top of, the sign, of the fence of the fence.
1: Yeah. I like their construction wall. It's more like a, it fits in really well. It's a it's a fence.
0: Well, they've been actually fitting theming a lot of the construction walls, like the one for Splash Mountain. Uh, it's got some of the Splash Mountain uh, font signage. Um, so they're they and and we saw with uh, Disneyland with Snow White, it looked like kind of like the the wall kind of looked like Snow White's cottage.
1: Yeah, the Haunted try. Mansion
0: stuff. Yeah. So they've been they've been getting really inventive. It seems like they're a lot more inventive out in California.
1: Yeah, this uh, one looks really nice with their like walls. This. It, it's just, it's a, it's a real wall. It's not scrim. It's not because right. it's like a, you know, varied height. It's like boards that are put up. Um, so like if you, uh, if you weren't looking for the attraction, I don't even know that you would realize that it was something that was missing and that, that, um, wall wasn't supposed to be there or fence actually. It's not really a wall. Um, and then things that are opening, yay. Um, over at Fort Wilderness, they got a new playground. It's called the Settlement Playground. And that has been opened because the old playground was in the area where they were doing construction for Reflections, a Lakeside Lodge. No,
0: you have to say Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge.
1: Oh, I thought I did a pretty good job.
0: You did. Hmm. But it just makes you feel very serene when I say that, which is the whole intent of that lodge. It's supposed to be very natural. Okay. But yeah, nice to see a new playground up. Um, You know, uh, it's... I don't know, what is, what is there? There's a slide, there's some swings, there's uh, uh, the big seats that they use for some of the, the special needs kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's uh, like a jungle gym area, and of course it's all on the safety, um, Not
1: that's not asphalt. The squishy like the, mats. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The stuff that's like recycled sneaker soles.
1: Yeah, or tires or whatever they right. use. But um, yep, so yep. that's up and ready to go. Um, Hollywood studios changed some of their opening dates as they have been doing. Uh, they have a bunch of days that were in February that were supposed to be eight o'clock that they moved to seven. And then toward the end of February, they had some nine o'clock times that they moved to eight. But I think what's going to keep happening for quite some time is that they're going to move slowly. They're going to move times from nine to eight and then. In the week or two right before opening, they're going to move that time from 8 to 7.
0: Right. So if you are headed to the park in the next few months, maybe you're headed there for spring break, maybe you're headed there for February break, uh, you know, keep keep an ear to the ground. Uh, We try to make the announcements here, but when you're at your resorts, they will have the latest and greatest updates on opening times. Uh, I know, selfishly, Cheryl and I are hoping that they continue the early openings and boarding group process uh, through April Vacation
1: Yeah, I mean, I just – I like the way it's set up. I think it's really fair. If you want to be on it, you get your butt out of bed early and you go, you know, get in the line. And the way they've changed it now with the 7 o'clock is even, you know, where everything kind of goes live at 7 is even better as far as, like, fairness goes. Um, There's no need to get up at 4 a.m. You know, 7 o'clock to be at the park is reasonable, but it's early and you have to really want it. Right. Uh, I think it's a great way to do it. When they start doing – I want to say max pass. Fast pass. Thank you. Fact, fast passes. It starts to get into the how long of a stay do you have, trying to book um, your ride for the end of your stay. So you have to put, do your Hollywood Studios Day at the very end of your stay so that you're getting in on the fast passes before right. you know some other there's just so many tricks to it. And, and it's all, really hard to get. And
0: already, once it once it goes to fast pass, then you're at the 60-day for on-site guests right. or good neighbor resorts versus 30 days for off-site guests. So if you're staying off-site, you have no shot of getting a fast Which, pass.
1: Which that I'm a little bit more okay with, at least on some days. I like the idea that Isabel had a little while back about doing um. Doing the the fast, no, doing the boarding groups on the days that they have early entry for um, Disney early Resort mornings. guests. Yeah. yeah, what do they call it?
0: Uh, extra magic hours.
1: Thank you. When they have extra magic hours, if they did that, then on select days they would be allowing only their resort guests to to ride it. Which you right. know, if you did that one day a week, and people knew ahead of time that this is the day that they do that. It gives you know one extra day for your resort guests to to get in a little early and get on those get on that ride.
0: Well, I don't think we're going to see Rise of the Resistance Fast Pass anytime earlier than uh, end of the summer. Really? Yeah, I I just I have a feeling. I hope
1: so. I mean, process works well. It is working well. I I just think that it it
0: provides a level playing field because whether you're an on-site guest or an off-site guest, it doesn't matter.
1: I you also all have to be there
0: at, th- at 7 a.m.
1: One of the best parts is you cannot ride this ride twice. Right. If you want to ride it again, you pay for admission a second day. You show up again at 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, whereas when you have um, – if you're either just waiting in line in a standby kind of thing, even when you were getting there early, like when Isabel went, you were able to get there early and get on. You'd get there early, get on, and then you could get back in line and, and get on it again. hmm and you know, so you have people riding it twice where some people can't get on it at all. So right I, I yeah, I think it, the boarding passes are the way to go. So and I hope they stay you know
0: as a follow up on our on our story, and this is part of the discussion we mentioned the other day that the uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers run had been added to the fast pass options for Walt Disney World. Well, even though it has been open longer out in Disneyland, Disneyland has made the announcement that Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run will continue to be a standby line-only attraction for the time being.
1: I'm wondering if they're seeing more people there because our Smuggler's Run in Disney World did not have super long lines when it was, you know, with just the standby. I mean, once people got in and on it in the mornings and the afternoons – the lines were very reasonable.
0: I just want to know what they're going to do, because like I said, when I talked about my experience there last week, at you know, 6.30, they put you in two areas. You're either going to Toy Story Land or you're going to Galaxy's Edge. And once the park opens at 7 a.m. and everybody gets their boarding groups, they funnel everybody into Galaxy's Edge. You can't go anywhere except Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. So once February 19th comes, and that is a Fast Pass attraction.
1: Yeah, but Fast Pass doesn't mean it doesn't have a standby line.
0: Well, I don't know that you want to force every – you can't force everybody into a standby line. Not everybody wants to do that.
1: Well, I mean, you can leave the line at some point if you want to, but – But they
0: don't let you inside Galaxy's Edge. They line it with people so that you are cordoned off into this pathway. Then
1: you go on the other
0: So we'll see, pathway. We'll see what they do. I mean, those
1: are your two choices.
0: It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Okay. All right. We've beaten that topic to death.
1: I guess we have. Um, in Toy Story Land, the entrance where the Roundup Rodeo barbecue is going to go now has some construction walls. It looks like they are putting together that entrance. Yes. When do we, What's the date on that opening? Do we um, remember? I can never remember these things. See. We say it like every single time and then I always have to ask.
0: No, there is no There date is right but- now.
1: We don't have it in front of us. Not
0: in this story.
1: Okay. Um, And then Bo Peep is going to have a short film coming out about her experiences before uh, Toy Story, which is this last one, four. Four. So in between there, um, it's like we left her and then all of a sudden she's living on the streets. (laughs) So what happened in between here?
0: Bo Peep had not been seen since Toy Story two. Okay. And then in Toy Story four, Bo Peep and her lambs were seen inside the antique shop. And Woody and Giggle McDimples are going to be in attendance while uh, Bo tells them what happened. The name of the show is Lamp Life because, as you may remember, uh, Bo Peep and her lambs were part of a child's lamp uh, that was donated. And this is going to be an eight-minute, about an eight-minute film, uh, well, seven minutes and 13 seconds. It is going to debut on Disney Plus on January 31st. And then once you've watched that on January 31st, you can get ready for the February 5th debut Of Toy Story 4 on Disney+. Plus. Fun. Now, uh, we did skip a couple of stories because I... We
1: skipped one story.
0: I I did. I I took one story out of uh, context, and then Cheryl uh, skipped ahead a couple. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And that is just, uh, you know, we talk about construction walls going up. Uh, Construction walls have gone down in uh, Epcot around Galaxy's Edge. Not Galaxy's Mm -hmm. Edge. Guardians of the Galaxy's Cosmic Rewind. Uh, So you can kind of walk over there to that building. It is next to... Uh, spaceship Earth in the old uh, what used to be the uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure, and um, you know the building's up. There's nothing to it yet. There's no queue. Uh, the ride is being worked on, but you can see the exterior. So that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, there with all of the new construction paths and all the interventions. It's areas just coming nice to down, have some
1: walls down and not it is, it is. not be cordoned but, off everywhere. And,
0: and of course, once you get through that opened area, you hit the construction walls. Um, for the play pavilion, which it looks like it's going to be primarily uh, Zootopia characters, um, because the uh, construction walls have the Yak, uh, they have um, Officer Clawhauser, Flash, uh, Judy Hopps, and Nick Wilde. So our friends from Zootopia are going to be part of uh, of the play pavilion, possibly, possibly, if probably. You,
1: if you if you base that opinion on what's painted on the walls, that is true. All right. I think that's all we have for today. It is. So uh, until next time, I'm Cheryl.
0: And I'm Tony. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Drive Time Podcast.